Episode 225 Oleg from Guardian Debt Relief Hey Money Clan, a warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. Kate, today I really enjoyed chatting with Oleg. And you know, we covered a really important topic that not enough people talk about. Yeah, so I first want to start off with Oleg was really relatable to me because he did start out with so much debt as a young adult in college. And because of that debt, he started Guardian Debt Relief. And whenever I hear of you know, anything relief, my scam sensor starts going off. And it's nice to talk to somebody from the inside and hear and learn a lot about what debt relief really is and that it's not always a scam. Yeah, Kate, you know, the thing is a a lot of people do overextend themselves when it comes to debt. And, you know, like depending on where you are in your boats and like how, how like far down the stream you are, if, if you're unable to swim unable to get back up the stream to where you started, you know, like there are options available to you. And I think like a lot of people don't talk about that enough, that if you start working with people that know what they're talking about, you can really fix your finances and get yourself into great shape. But you need to be aware of what's available. And, you know, we we spoke a little bit about when it's right to consider bankruptcy, you know, like how it may always not be the best option, even if you can't afford your debt. Sometimes just being proactive is really one of the best things you can do. And you can often settle your debts and save yourself a ton of money in the process. Yeah. Well, and then I think to go back to what you just said, people don't like to talk about their debt, especially if they do need debt relief, because there's a lot of shame and embarrassment around it. But I appreciate Oleg for saying like, yes, you're responsible at one point in your life, but now it is time to turn yourself around. There is something you can do and you can go to reputable people who can help you get out of that situation. Because just because you made a mistake at one point in your life, it doesn't mean that has to chase you for your whole life. Exactly. All right, Kate, right before we dive into today's show, if you guys haven't already, let us know how your debt payoff is going. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Hit us up. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. All right, Kate, let's dive right into today's show. Yeah. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Oleg Yavorovsky from Guardian Debt Relief is an expert in personal finance as well as debt relief and debt settlements issues. His work has been featured in the New York Post, Bold TV and Rewire. As founder of Guardian Debt Relief and having worked in finance earlier in his career at companies including Goldman Sachs, he holds an undergraduate degree in political science and economics from St. John's University. Welcome, Oleg. Hi, Oleg. Oh, good morning, Dennis and Katie. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, of course. So before the show, we were talking a little bit about your personal credit card debt history. Can you tell us a little bit about it before we really dive in? Oh, absolutely. When I just uh, started St. John's University about 20 years ago or so, as a freshman, I didn't really have much income. I've had some part-time jobs, but not really making that much money. And uh, there were costs associated, obviously, with starting college. So um, I needed to buy books. I needed to buy some supplies. I obviously wanted to go out and, and have fun. So Capital One offered me a credit card. Uh, with the $7,500 credit line. And obviously, I, I jumped on it right away. 
I started using it and that was really my only, um, my only source of credit. And right before New Year's, so about three months later, I was already maxed out with that $7,500 credit line. So at that point, really didn't know what to do. I didn't really have any other sources of income. So I called Capital One and guess what? They extended me to uh, $12,000. So they gave me another four and a half thousand in credit. And two, three months later, I've uh, used that up as well. So at that point, I'm at $12,000 in debt and not really knowing how to pay that off. I tried calling Capital One again, explain to them that, hey, you know, I in debt, then you gave me the credit, but I can't really pay it. I don't really have um, that much income. And uh, after making you know a few phone calls back and forth uh, and speaking to their collection department, I actually was able to settle that credit card on my own for $3,500. So I got really good discount. And then I realized that, hey, you know, there are other college students just like me in the same situation in debt where they are overextending themselves and other people obviously in life that having same issue. So fast forward 10 years and uh, I found the Guardian Debt Relief to help people that get in the same situation and don't really know how to resolve it on their own. Yeah, it's it's actually crazy how many people have credit card debt and you know like the very often they don't have the means to pay it off and you know I know like it's sort of difficult cuz it's on one end as a college student you have to pay to sort of survive but on the other end like you may not have the resources to get the income to actually manage that and very quickly you can sort of spiral out of control where the payments get so high and the interest that you're paying gets so high that you can't really afford to pay off your credit card. And very often looking to debt settlement when you are in a very sticky situation and you have no means to sort of get your income higher, very often it is a good thing to look at. So I wanted to ask you, like I know a lot of Americans have credit card debt today. So why would you say that over 55% of Americans do have credit card debt and hold a balance? Uh, well, we're saying that 55% of Americans that have credit cards are actually in debt. And the reason for that is it just, like you said, it's the American culture. We spend, we overextend ourselves. We buy everything on credit. You know, there are certain things that you have no choice but to get with credit, such as a house or an apartment, you know, when you get a mortgage. Sometimes a car is important, so you will finance that vehicle because you don't have the money to pay for a brand new vehicle. And those are secured debts, so those are you know, okay on my part, but as far as unsecured debt, that's when we really get in trouble. So credit cards, uh, unsecured loans that we get from the bank, even leasing a vehicle that adds to your bottom line. So, and, and that's how as Americans as a whole, that that's how we, um, we get into that much debt. So I know that you focus on a lot of debt relief and helping people, but I know a little backstory on me is for my student loan, I've kind of fell into a trap of something a little bit similar that turned into a a scam like years down the road. And whenever I hear of like debt relief work, I'm always a little bit questionable as to like, is it the real thing? Is it not? Like, how does debt relief work? And how do I know that I'm with like a reputable company? Oh, absolutely. So there are different types of debt relief and, um, there's credit counseling, uh, there's a debt consolidation loan that might be available to some um, consumers. Uh, what we offer is a debt settlement program. So in that program, a client would enroll monthly payments into the program using their own funds. 
and we would actually settle their principal balance at a discount. So a lot of times we offer 30, 40% discount or even larger as we settle our clients' accounts. So the, re- the reason it works is simple. We have uh, relationships with creditors. We have the know-how handling of those accounts and we contact the creditors and we explain the financial hardships of our clients and we're able to settle those unsecured accounts for way less than the full balance. It makes sense. So I have to ask, like, what sort of impact does this have to your credits? Like, you know, like obviously perfect credit score is sort of like, you know, you're paying everything on time and, you know, one only really starts to look to debt relief when you're not able to meet your obligations. But what actually happens to your credit when you do do debt settlements? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a very good question. So our clients are those that actually have some financial hardship and are unable to make their payments. So those that are able to pay their monthly bills and have good credit, we uh, really would not recommend our program to. But if someone has skipped on one or two payments, if their uh, credit report reflects late payment or 30, 60 or 90 day delinquency, those and also we get those clients that, that come in actually with serious delinquencies where there have been judgments filed already by creditors because they haven't been paying their cards uh, for a while. So those really are our clients that we, we could really help. So in our program, the credit score uh, would go down temporarily, but most of the clients that are coming in, their credit score has already taken a hit. So they really don't worry that much about the credit score and it's temporarily as well. So while they're in the program, we settle all of their accounts and then their accounts are listed as settled less than full balance. And as they get out of our program, their credit actually rebounds over the next uh, year or two. And then, uh, you know, they're back in business with a high credit score and no debt at all. Fantastic. So how does it sort of work with the difference between debt relief or debt settlements and bankruptcy? Like I know that bankruptcy is sort of when you, you are in that position where you're just unable to settle anything and, you know, you're in a really tough position and, you know, the only way out is like maybe you have, I don't know, like $2 million worth of debts and you just can't get out of it for whatever reason. How is sort of debt settlement different to bankruptcy? Sure. Well, bankruptcy is an option, obviously, to get debt relief, but it's a very drastic measure and it should be used uh, with caution. So my main concern with bankruptcy is that it would appear on a person's credit report and it could be seen by uh, potential employers uh, or banks. uh, And it's a matter of of public record. So if you have bankruptcy on your record and, uh, you know, it takes seven to 10 years for it to uh, come off as a public record, if you try to apply for a job, you might not get that job because, you know, you're looking for a job in the financial sector or, or you know, anywhere where you might be dealing with a client's money. Also, if you try to rent a lease in an apartment, you might have an issue as well because a potential landlord would see that bankruptcy on your record and chances are they might go with someone else who does not have a bankruptcy. Also, in some states, actually, it's um, not in New York, but there are definitely uh, states uh, such as Texas and others where bankruptcy actually gets reported in a paper. It has to get reported. So there's some you know, damage to, to one's reputation there. And uh, people will be hesitant about their name showing up uh, in a newspaper. Uh, with a debt settlement program, our typical client would get out of debt within two to three years. And like I mentioned, the, the credit score would recover pretty quick after that. And that process obviously is completely private. So no one really knows about their financial issues. And uh, so the debt relief, I, I feel, is a more friendly option than bankruptcy. 
particularly for individuals who don't want their bankruptcy like details in the public domain. But like I said, bankruptcy, it, it is an option and should be considered, but definitely you know, discussed with an attorney or someone that understands the law. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to go on a short little rant now. So basically when you are in a position where you are under and you're unable to make your payments, you know, it, it's very easy to sort of adopt the ostrich technique, which, you know, you sort of put your head in the sand and you pretend like nothing is going on. And doing such a thing is to really, really bad for a number of reasons. Like number one, you know, your credit's going to take an absolute hit. You get closer to the, the concept of declaring bankruptcy. You feel you like you can't do anything. And you really end up in a position where it looks really bad on you. You know, the, the difference between that and being proactive about it and actually setting debt relief is really where you are looking to fix a problem that you made. You're sort of acknowledging that yes, I was maybe not that responsible with the money that I was lent and I'm unable to make my obligations. However, I'm looking to fix what I've done and I'm looking to work with my creditors to try and make things right again. And very often the creditors, they take that into account and they factor it in and the creditors sort of say, well, yes, I I lent you $10,000. However, I understand that you're in a tough position and because you're willing to work with me, I'm willing to write off a significant portion of that money because you are still going to pay me something and there's going to be some kind of a settlement. And as long as you agree, if you both agree, you basically, like Oleg said, you end up with a clean slate and you're able to wipe off a lot of your debt. And yes, you are going to take a bit of a hit with your credits and everything else, but it's a lot more proactive and it's a lot better to sort of be responsible about it and try and get the relief and try and work with your creditors. And on that note, Oleg, I want to turn to you and ask you, what are some of the biggest misconceptions about the debt relief space? That's a good question. Actually, a lot, a lot of valid points you just made in your rant. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> so one of the biggest misconceptions out there is we get our clients coming in thinking that they can solve their debt problem in a day. And it's really important to understand. I mean, it took years, you know, probably decades for most people to get into debt. It does not take a day to get out of debt. It takes time. Like you mentioned, you know, you have to own up to that first because, you know, we, we only do 50% of the job. The other 50% is our client's responsibility. And what I mean by that is they have to be responsible. They have to make that monthly payment. They have to make sure that they change their ways and uh, help us, you know, be that, you know, like we're making those payments or be that with providing all the documents that we need. They have to own up for where they are at this point and help us settle their debt and help us get them out of that uh, financial situation they're in. So I think that's the biggest misconception out there. Also, another misconception is that many feel that making on-time minimum payments helps their score stay high, their credit score. And that's definitely not the case because uh, if someone is overextended on their credit cards or or has, uh, as we say, high utilization rate, that is a big no-no for creditors and potential creditors. So your score will go down if you have a high utilization rate or anything over you know, 75, 80%, meaning that your available credit to utilize credit ratio is about 75 to 80%. So that is also a big misconception in the space. And those people that are making minimum payments, chances are they'll be making those minimum payments. <laughs> I mean, hopefully not, but probably for the rest of their lives if they don't do anything about it because your minimum payment is, is mostly interest. 
I want to go back to the first misconception where you were talking about how your customer has to be responsible for themselves. Like, yes, you can help them, but it's not all on you. Like you're the person has to take control. And I, I related it to like, if you go to the dentist and the dentist tells you to floss and brush regularly and everything that is on you. You have to do it. And a lot of times people, when they go to a professional for help in, in any area, they expect the professional to like take the brunt of it. And, you know, I have a cavity and my dentist didn't help me and this and this and this. And now I have to go and get my tooth drilled and I need a filling and everything. Where in the long run, if you're, and I think this also goes back to what we were talking about earlier, more proactive instead of reactive, then it comes out in a better result for everybody. Absolutely. I agree with you. And we actually have, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we've been in business long enough where we have repeat clients. And this is, <laughs> it's just so crazy. You know, we help people get out of debt there. They have zero debt when they're out of the program, right? And then three years later, they come back and say, hey, uh, I'm in debt again. <laughs> Can you help me again? You know, and yes, I mean, we can help, but that's not what we want. We want, you know, just a client, just to have the client once. That's it. We don't want <laughs> you coming back to us because, you know, the, um, unfortunately, or well, fortunately for us, there are a lot of clients out there that we can help. But if we've already helped you, you you've reset your, you know, your finances, you, you start from zero, you know, your credit has rebounded, you're in great shape. Why do that again? And unfortunately, you know, man, you know, many people do. I am sure that really leaves you scratching your head at the end of the day. Like you've solved your problem. Why are you coming back? What kind of, so what are the habits of people who seem to be your repeat customers as such? Sure. Um, and uh, I think uh, number one habit is just spending spending without really thinking about it, just kind of impulsive spending. And I actually heard one of your podcasts where you discussed uh, that you guys have a 72 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. And right. I think that's, that's great because having that makes you stop and think like, Hey, do I really need that purchase? Do I really need an expensive watch? Do I really need that expensive dress that I'll wear once to a wedding? You know, do I need to get such an expensive car when maybe I can afford a different car. Maybe I don't need a car at all. Maybe I can use, you know, if you're in New York City or, you know, in a big metropolitan, you're able to use uh, public transportation or, you know, share rides such as, you know, Uber or Lyft. So there are definitely those impulsive purchases that people make. And uh, instead of just, you know, slowing down, kind of taking a break and thinking about it, do I really need that right now? Or do I have the money for that? You know, and that goes for, for going on vacations, for buying even presents. You know, we're in holiday season, you know, you want to get that nice present for your loved one or a family member, but, you know, spending exorbitant amount of money on that might not be the right thing to do at this point, especially if, you know, if you can't afford it. Right. So what debt is eligible for debt relief? Like I know we mentioned credit cards, but are there any other kinds of debts that that qualify? Absolutely. So um, most of the debt, obviously, you know, is credit cards because, uh, uh, we are a trillion dollars in in credit card debt right now as a country, but uh, we do take unsecured loans. We do take a, a private student loans, so we can't really do much with federal, but definitely private student loans. Uh, also, medical debt. So if you've been to a hospital and you didn't have coverage, and or if you had you know a procedure, or surgery, and you have medical debt, that's definitely something that we can settle as well. Also, if someone has 
a car loan and their car has been already repossessed. So it has to be repossessed because that, that makes it unsecured. So we could help with that as well. I love it. Money Clan, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. So Dan, in this new world that we're living in with COVID-19 and social distancing, it's really a fine line of having to struggle between staying safe and healthy, but then still maintaining your life. And one of my facets is having to get my regular routine mailing and things done like that. Yeah, Kate. And that's where stamps.com comes in for us. And, you know, they can help so many other businesses as well. You know, anything you need to do when you need to go into a post office, you can now do online with stamps.com. And in fact, you can actually save up to 40% of the shipping costs that you would pay at the post office at stamps.com. And the best part is it's all right from your computer. So it makes it super easy and convenient. So now you don't even have to worry about being affected by coronavirus or getting sick or, you know, touching any kind of surfaces that are unclean to you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And Kate, right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Simply go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in chain of wealth, one word. That's stamps.com, enter chain of wealth. I think right now especially is the best time to be trying stuff that you can do from home. Absolutely. Stay safe, my friends. Okay, Oleg. So we like to ask people this question every time they come on the show. We're curious to know what your retirement plan is. What my retirement plan is? Yes. Oh, get rich and retire. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, Well, part of the retirement plan, I think also before even going to investments, I think it's important also to have some type of long-term care coverage. I think that's something that is important for everyone. And and when you get it young, it's really, um, it's really cheap. And that means what I mean by long-term care coverage is when you um, grow older or you have, uh, you know, get sick and have maybe, God forbid, disability, you need something to cover your expenses. And and long-term care policy would cover those expenses such as uh, nursing, um, home care, uh, maybe even social adult care or medical adult care where you're able to go somewhere and... um, and spend some time with your peers instead of sitting at home and kind of just, you know, staring at the wall. So I think that's definitely a part of of retirement planning that gets overlooked. But as far as financial planning, me personally, I have uh, most of my money invested in safe uh, investments such as, you know, indexes and and, and some bonds. But I do uh, like to experiment, obviously, you know, as everyone else did a couple of years ago, which, which, by the way, uh, brought us many new clients uh, when everyone started uh, buying cryptocurrency. Oh, really? And uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, at some point, before credit cards actually or and banks uh, banned uh, purchases, there were some people that actually uh, made purchases using their credit cards. So that definitely was a big no-no. And again, it's talking about just, you know, overextending yourself and, and, and making and spending money on something that you really shouldn't. 
but that you know but i would use only you know a very small percentage of my funds for, for something like that just to see if uh, hey maybe that's the you know, next big thing and and that's would uh, make me rich <laughs> but um other than that just play it pretty you know pretty safe yeah well when it comes to you know like all the stuff that we've just been talking about i would say that the one word that really sort of resonates with the show is responsibility and you know like as a consumer, you need to learn to be responsible with your debt. And, you know, like even debt relief, you're being responsible with your debt because you're saying, look, I've made a mistake. I overextended. Let's try and fix things. So I definitely think that that is one big takeaway that everyone can have from the show today. But anyway, moving on to our next question. So do you have a favorite book that you're into? Interesting question. So um, I actually, I listen to a lot of books in my car because I you know, don't really have uh, that much time to read. And the, the last one that I read was uh, the Tom Brady TB12 method, which really resonated with me and uh, just felt like something that I can relate to and something that really put me on, a, on the right track health-wise. So that's definitely something that I would recommend. Interesting. And do you have a favorite quote that you try to live by? I guess that would be just live your life to the fullest every day at a time. I love it. Oleg, we've absolutely loved hanging out today. Do you have another last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Um, I guess my biggest advice would be to go over, do, do financial checkup regularly. So, and that might be, you know, monthly or quarterly or even, you know, every six months, but definitely take a look at your expenses, take a look at your budget, take a look at what you make, what you spend, and make sure that you have a, a short-term plan on uh, how to have a healthy financial future. I love it. Money Clan, we've been here with Oleg Yavorovsky. Check out their website. It's from Guardian Debt Relief. And if you are in debt, definitely consider all of your options and consolidating some of your debts and really coming up with a plan so that you can finally get control out of your money. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.